Hello there, dear friends, and welcome back to another episode of My Bible Thoughts with Pastor Rich. I'm your host, Pastor Rich, and I've got a burning question for you today. Have you ever found yourself in a situation where it felt like you were constantly striving to be good enough for God's acceptance? Or maybe you've struggled to overcome a persistent sin in your life. Well, my friends, if you have, you're not alone. Imagine this. You're living your life trying to be a good person, but you know that you're not perfect. You make mistakes, you sin, and you feel guilty. But then you hear the gospel, the good news that Jesus Christ died on the cross to pay the penalty for your sins. You receive this gift by faith, and you are forgiven. Your relationship with God is restored, and you have the power to live a new life. This is the power of the gospel. It's not just a set of rules or beliefs. It's a life-changing message that can transform your heart and mind. In this episode, we're going to be talking about the power of the gospel. We'll see how Paul defended the gospel against those who are trying to undermine it. We'll also look at my real-life example as I experience the power of the gospel in my own life. Now, in the book of Galatians, Paul is writing to a church that has been infiltrated by false teachers. These teachers are telling the Galatians that they need to keep the law of Moses in order to be saved. Paul is furious. He knows that the gospel is the only way to be saved, and he's not going to let these false teachers lead the Galatians astray. In Galatians chapter 3, verses 1 through 5, Paul says, You foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? before whose eyes Jesus Christ was publicly portrayed as crucified. This is the only thing I want to find out from you. Did you receive the Spirit by works of the law or by hearing with faith? Are you so foolish? Having begun by the Spirit, are you now being perfected by the flesh? Did you suffer so many things in vain, if indeed it was vain? So then, does he who provides you with the Spirit and works miracle among you do it by works of the law or by hearing with faith? Paul is calling the Galatians foolish because they're listening to false teachers. He's asking them, did you receive the Holy Spirit by keeping the law or by hearing and believing the gospel? Paul knows the answer is clear. The Galatians received the Holy Spirit by hearing and believing the gospel. They didn't need to keep the law of Moses to be saved. Can you imagine the inner turmoil these believers must have been going through? They had experienced the power of the gospel firsthand, yet they were being pulled away from the simplicity of faith in Christ alone. It's in this context that Paul writes to them, and he doesn't mince his words. This is the power of the gospel. It's the power to forgive sins, to give new life, and to set us free from the bondage of sin. In December 2012, I experienced a turning point in my life when I surrendered to Christ. It was a moment of spiritual awakening that I had actually longed for, a moment that would eventually lead me to understanding the significance of the verses that we just read in my personal journey. Prior to this transformation, my life was marked by ignorance of God and the Bible. I had strayed far from the path of faith navigating through turbulent teenage years and experienced periods of depression. Like the Galatians who were led astray by false teachings, I too had been led astray by the temptations and distractions of the world. Move on to my college years. I was at Southwest Missouri State, and they were filled with rebellion against responsibility. 
I abandoned my studies in the first semester and I totally embraced the party scene. And I live solely in the present moment. And as a result, not only did I face academic suspension, they booted me out and said, please don't come back. Uh, Later in my teenage years, I even faced legal consequences. Now, at the age of 20, I met my wife, Joy, and and started to recognize the need for a change in my life. You know, I, I gave up drinking and I gave up staying out late at night. And it was really almost nine months after our wedding date was the birth of our first child, Haley, who's now almost 30 years old. But this served as a wake-up call, and it prompted me to reassess my behaviors and priorities. While I was diligent in my work and eventually became a business owner at the age of 27, my pursuit of material success and power caused turmoil and strained relationships within my own extended family. I had unknowingly placed my faith in the idol of self, believing that I could solve all my problems on my own. Then the housing crash of 08 and 09 only accelerated my struggles, leading to a sense of despair and emptiness. You see, my business was dependent on the selling of houses and the moving of businesses. So it was during this period of hardship that I realized there must be something more to my life. So years went by, my business struggled, savings accounts drained, and then in 2012, a pivotal moment occurred When I had just kind of given up on my business, uh, my family life was great, but I realized that both my daughters were saved to Christ, and they were both attending Baptist churches in, in our town. So I thought, there must be something more to this. This led me to explore my faith, even though I remained skeptical about religion. So just as the Galatians needed to rediscover the true message of salvation, I began attending church services where the messages affirm what I had already known deep down. There is a God. I didn't know the Savior, but I've heard of Jesus. But then I kind of started to realize I need to surrender myself to him. I'm not as good a person as what I thought I was. So as I immersed myself in the teachings of the Bible, I became actively involved in church life. My skepticism gradually faded away. Now, it took several months of introspection and prayer before I could fully surrender to Christ, but when it happened, it was a personal, vivid experience that left no doubt in my mind that Christ is real and alive. The indwelling of Christ uh, in me brought about a profound transformation in my lifestyle and, my, quite frankly, my way of thinking. No longer did I carry the burdens of my past and future mistakes alone. I found peace in leaning on Christ daily, knowing that he would never let me down. So in retrospect, I see how Galatians 3 perfectly encapsulates my journey. Just as the Galatians were called back to the true message of faith in Christ, I too was called back into faith after straying far from God. My testimony is a testament to the power of surrendering to Christ, discovering the true gospel, and allowing his indwelling presence to bring about lasting change in my life. Now, this transformation eventually led me to a call to ministry, where I embraced the opportunity to serve the Lord and share his love with others, like I'm doing right now. I responded to this calling with great enthusiasm. I jumped into various roles within my church, uh, including helping with the youth ministry, which is really what eventually led me into ministry itself. Through these experiences, my desire to serve Christ in ministry was ignited. And over time, with confirmation from pastors, 
congregations and my wife, I, I took off on the path in my journey into ministry. So I immediately pursued education. I started going to night classes at the community college. I didn't have a bachelor's degree. Uh, eventually got my bachelor's in biblical studies. And then ultimately, uh, as of about two years ago, I've got my master's in theological studies from Midwestern Baptist Theological Seminary. So my testimony called to ministry are testament to the grace of God, which as in Galatians 3, 1 through 5 reminds us, calls us back to faith, transforms our lives, and empowers us to serve him faithfully. Now, if you have any questions or would like to learn more about my journey, please feel free to reach out. If you're still with me listening to this episode, I want to thank you for allowing me to share my story, and I hope it works in your life too. Now, if you would, join me in prayer. Heavenly Father, we come before you with hearts full of gratitude and awe for the transformative power of the gospel message. Just as the Galatians were led astray but found their way back to faith, we too have experienced your grace and mercy in our lives. Thank you for the gift of salvation through Jesus Christ and for the indwelling of of your spirit that empowers us to live for you. Lord, we pray for all those listening today who may be struggling with their faith, those who feel weighed down by their past mistakes, or those who are searching for something more. May they encounter your love and truth, just as I did, and find peace that surpasses all understanding. Lord, as we reflect on the on the message of Galatians 3, may we remember that it is, it is by faith, not by our works, that we are justified and transform and help us to continually surrender ourselves to you, trusting in your unfailing love. Guide us, Lord, as we seek to serve you and share your love with others. Just as you called me to ministry, we pray that you would reveal your unique calling to each person listening today. Lord, we ask that you use us as instruments of your grace in this world. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us on this episode of My Bible Thoughts. If you've been touched by today's message or have any questions, we would love to hear from you. You could reach out directly to me through my website or social media channels. And remember, the power of the gospel can transform lives. It can transform your life. And I believe this is the ultimate message that is totally worth sharing. Until next time, May the grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you always. Stay blessed, and remember, your story matters.